the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Tonight, we're going to be launching a new series. We're going to be talking about rest, entering the rest of God. How many are ready to rest, right? How many are ready to net, rest? Hashtag need a nap, right? It's like we're in a um, hustle culture. Like It's like you got to make it happen. You got to make it happen for yourself. You got to make a name for yourself. You got to get out there and hustle, hustle, hustle. And man, if you're trying to take a nap, you lazy, no good, nothing. Right? Anybody? Right? It's, it's what's going on. We got so much things that are after our attention. They're after our time. Right? Just consuming us, consuming us. And it's hard to rest. Anybody else? We got to put down the TV. We got to put down the YouTube. We got to put down, you know, we got to get all this um, screen time <laughs> just to rest. And God is calling us into his rest to enter into his rest. And the enemy is so after our attention so that we don't rest. Because let me tell you, when you rest in the promises, you are confidently expecting that it is yours, that the promises belong to you. You are confidently expecting that healing belongs to you, that prosperity belongs to you. Come on, that soundness of mind belongs to you. To you, that wholeness belongs to you, that freedom belongs to you. You're no longer in fear, but you're in rest. Anybody else, man? This message is was coming for me because I I sleep like I like to sleep. You know, I'm a go to bed early kind of girl. But when it comes to rest, it's hard for me. It's hard for me when it comes to asking for help. It's hard for me. It's that I could do it on my own. You know, when it comes for even letting somebody open the door for me, it is so hard for me. Don't. I got it. I got it. Like, can I help you? Can I help you? Stop. I got it. And then when I need help, I'm wondering, where's everybody at? They're like, you always giving us that side act. Leave me alone. Back up. Right? And we got to enter into the rest. We got to enter into that rest because there's so many promises that we just got to receive by resting. We got to receive them. We got to come to know the promises and we got to rest in the promises. We got to rest in that healing. We got to rest in our salvation. Come on, we got to rest in the peace that Jesus said, I'm leaving you peace. I'm leaving you shalom. We got to rest in nothing missing, nothing broken. Amen. We got to rest. Who's ready to enter into the rest and peace of God? Can I get an amen? Can I get a hands like, yes, me, yes, Lord, yes, right? Who's ready to go beyond in rest and peace? Because it's our year of going beyond. We're going to go beyond in the knowledge of God. We're going to go beyond in who we are in Christ Jesus. We're going to go beyond in rest and peace, in rest and peace. You know what we're going to do? We're going to work so hard. We're going to labor so hard to learn to rest. To learn to rest. Our work is, it's a finished work in Christ Jesus. But what do we got to labor for? We got to labor to rest. Because how many know it's so hard to let go? It's, I can do it. I can handle it. You know, I, this much. Let it go. We got to let go, right? 
We're going to enter into supernatural rest. No longer struggling. I mean, so, so many of us struggle to fall asleep. No, we're going to enter into supernatural rest, supernatural peace, learning from the unforced rhythms of grace in rest and peace. We're forcing it. How many know you know when you're forcing it? You know when you're trying to force that little kid to take a nap. Take a nap. Uh, uh, uh. I'm not tired, Mom. I'm not tired. I said I'm not tired. You and yourself is tired. And that's what you're doing to God. I'm not tired. I believe in your word. I believe when I am so broke. <laughs> I believe, Lord, I'm not tired. Are you done? Are you tired? Are you done doing it your way, right? Are you done hustling hard, trying to work it out all on your own, right? Are you done? Well, Jesus says, come to me, right? We're talking about supernatural rest. Rest and peace that surpass all natural understanding. When there's chaos and there's all things that you cannot fix yourself in the natural and you jumping in rest. You're walking in peace. That's supernatural, right? Hebrews 4.11. This is the Amplified. Let us therefore make every effort. We, this is where we make our effort. This is where we work hard. This is where we labor. Ready? To enter the rest of God. Right? When we're over here resting, God is at work. When we're over here at work, at work, God's resting, waiting for us. <laughs> you done? <laughs> you done yet? I got you. Can you trust me? Can you rely on me? Do you believe in me? Do you have confidence in me? Right? There he is waiting for us. Enter the rest of God and know to know and experience it for ourselves. You know, how many are ready to know and experience it for yourself? Not just for me, not for just for her up there, not just for somebody you saw on YouTube, and this is how they got their miracle, and this is how they got their breakthrough, and this is how they made it in the workplace, and this is how they made it in, in this finances, and we want this steps, and we want this how to rest, 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 be confident and know, trust in him, rest so we can know for ourselves. I don't want to know just through somebody else. I want to experience God's peace and his rest for myself in my situation, in my circumstance, what I'm going through. And I want you to receive God's peace and God's rest for your situation, for your circumstance, what you're going through. I want you to come to know, come to know, knowing that. Do you know how much confidence you have knowing that you can rely on somebody? How much confidence you have knowing that you're not in this fight alone? How much confidence you have knowing that you already have the victory? You already have the victory over this situation. You already have the victory over this fear. You already have the victory over this insecurity, over these things that are holding you back. Over You already have the victory in Christ Jesus. It's time to enter into rest. It's time to enter into rest, right? So that no one will fall by following the same examples of disobedience as those who died in the wilderness. Can you imagine? We have all God's precious promises, and here we are just circling the wilderness. I don't know. You don't know. Do you know? Has it worked for you? I don't know. Has it worked for them? I don't know. I'm going to find out for myself. 
I'm going to find out for myself. Come on. We're going to find out for ourselves that God's promises are yes and amen. We are no longer going to be walking around in the wilderness full of unbelief. Well, you know what? God promised that, but it's too good to be true. Let me tell you, the gospel, the good news, it is too good to be true, right? It's too good to be true. Well, believe it, receive it, right? And here it is in New King James Version, Hebrews 4.11. Let us therefore be diligent. How many of you are ready to get diligent? You want to live a diligent life. We're going to be diligent to enter that rest. We're going to be diligent to study the word. We're going to be diligent to enter the rest. We study the word of God so that we know the promises. We study the word of God so that we know what God says about this situation. We study the word of God so that we know the work of the cross. We come to understanding that it is a finished work. We come to, we come, we read the word. That's why we do it, right? And we're diligent to what? To enter the rest. All that diligence is that we have a confidence to know that it's already done. It's already finished. Lest anyone fall according to the same examples of disobedience, right? The same examples of those who were in the wilderness full of unbelief. The same patterns of unbelief. The same faithless disobedience, right? That prevented them from entering God's rest. Entering God's best. The same refusal to believe. How many have been there where you refuse to believe that God is that good? You're like, uh, I don't know. You know, like if you really knew my story, then you would know that I'm not worth it. Let me tell you, you are worth it. And Jesus already paid the price. He already knows the good, the bad, and the ugly. He knows every detail about your life. And he still called you. He still sent, God sent Jesus just for you. Let me tell you, if it was only you, he would still send Jesus. You are enough. You are worth it. You are valuable because he said so. And he paid the price. And God sent his one and only son. He sent Jesus, and that places your value. I don't care if you've been rejected, you've been thrown out, nobody cares about you, you've been through this, you've been through foster care, you, your parents don't care about you, nobody loves you. Let me tell you, God loves you. He has a plan for you. He has a purpose for your life. He, well, you know what? You were just a mistake. All of a sudden you showed up. Well, you know what? Here I am. Here you are, right? Don't let that be your story. God is writing your story. Can you rest in him? Can you trust in him? And not on the words that have been placed over you and the labels and the tags, right? We're, gonna, we're not going to be, we're not going to follow that example of unbelief. We're not going to follow that example, right? Let us exercise. How many are ready to start exercising? Oh, yeah. You know what? We're going to exercise. We're going to study. We're going to be diligent. We're going to labor to what? To move forward in peace. To move forward in peace. Let us enter into the rest of God to know and experience it for ourselves. I don't want to just read about it. I want God's rest and his peace to write my story. I want God's rest and his peace to write your story. That we are going to labor to rest. We're going to be diligent to enter into his rest, right? All last month, 
Man, we were throwing down. Anybody enjoyed that? Matters of the heart. We were talking about unbelief, unbelief, right? We learned that it's not about more faith because sometimes we as Christians, we get on ourselves. If I only had more faith, if I only had more faith, it's not about more faith. It's the faith of a mustard seed. This little tiny sesame seed, come on, that's it. That's all we need. It's about less unbelief. And that's where we deal with the matters of the heart, right? We talked about the matters of the heart. Let's be so sensitive to God and his word that our heart is hard to unbelief. Right? Our heart is hard to unbelief. So when we get the doctor's report, my heart is hard to unbelief. I believe that God is the healer. I believe that I've been redeemed. When, when um, this uh, notice that you're out of, you know, they got to get you out of your home. Your lease is up. This is up. Your, um, this, your mortgage failed. You're in bankruptcy. I don't know. There's a lot of things that come knocking at the door. Anybody? Right? It's time to go. Your, your lease is now double, triple, quadrupled. Say, what? There you go. What are you going to do? You're going to trust? You're going to believe? Are you going to run around with, your chick- with a head chicken off? Or what is that, that, se- that thing is? You're going to run around like a chicken with the head caught off. Speaking fear, doubt, unbelief. No, that's not us. We're going to stand confidently in God's word. And we're going to know and we're going to trust that God's got a plan. And all things are possible to those who believe. And we're not going to allow the enemy, we're not going to allow the lie, we're not going to allow the evil report to get our belief and move us in unbelief, right? The way we only believe is to deal with our unbelief. This is such an incredible revelation if you can understand it. That's why the enemy's after your belief. He's after your belief because when you believe, all things are possible. You become unstoppable. It doesn't matter what he throws your way. It doesn't matter what's going on. Is that all you got? Because my God is good and my God is greater. The greater one lives inside of me. I don't care what happens. This body may fail me, but I'm not a body. I'm a spirit alive and one with God. Come on. What can man do to me? Nothing. That's right. Yes. The way we only believe is to deal with our unbelief. And you know what? The enemy would love for us to hold on to rejection, hold on to the bad things that have happened to us, hold on to bitterness, hold on to resentment because this pastor let you down and this one, this loved one spoke something bad over you and now you're holding this against them. And you know what? And what's happening? Your heart's getting full of unbelief, right? We, t- we went over ha- fixing unbelief. Right? Fixing our unbelief through growing in personal knowledge of God. We got to come to know who God is and who we are in Him. Fixing our disbelief by breaking free from religious rules and regulations, robbing us from our freedom in Christ. Stop arguing. Stop arguing in your head. Stop arguing the word. Don't be a religious Pharisee that's just arguing and arguing why it doesn't work today, why it doesn't work for us, why it doesn't work for our family. And no, that's not for today. Stop. No, we're good. That's, that's the disbelief, fixing our natural unbelief through prayer and fasting. Why? Because we, the way to shut up the flesh is to fast. We went through all of this, fixing our bitter unbelief towards God by trusting in God and his word with all of our heart and learning to mind our own business. I love that we got, when Jesus is like, what is it to you? 
Well, I want to know how, um, uh, Peter wants to know how John's going to die. And Jesus is like, what is it to you? Like Jesus, sometimes we get like, if, if Jesus said, answered us today, we'd be like, oh, so offended. Oh my gosh. No, my Jesus wouldn't talk like that. What is it to you? Jesus is like, mind your own business. If I want to reveal it to you, I'll reveal it to you. But that's none of your business, right? So we've got to fix bitter unbelief and we've got to fix familiar unbelief through honoring those who God has called to lead us, guide us, teach us, correct us, and empower us with the truth. I encourage you to go over those messages, get a revelation of those messages, and deal with any unbelief that's hindering you from entering into God's rest, from entering into God's best. Because we're no longer going to be held back by the past, right? We're letting go, letting God build up your faith, deal with the matters of the heart. Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart above all else, for it it determines the course of your life. And we're ready to get our life right on course because you know what? God's got plans for us in this time for us as a church, us as the body of Christ to rise up and be the answer. We can't be the answer when we're so full of unbelief and we're afraid and we're scared to, we're scared to walk outside. <laughs> it's scary out there. We got to walk in boldness. We got to walk in confidence of God's word and his promises of health and healing and wealth and prosperity. We're not afraid to go and look at the gas prices. We got confidence that God is our supplier, that God is our provider, and that we've got more than enough. Come on. That's what we got to be. We can't let our heart be troubled. Don't allow your heart to be a trouble. Don't allow your heart to be afraid. Only believe. And when you start to get a little shaken, remind yourself, only believe. Girl, only believe. Sasha, you better only believe. Do you trust in the word? Do you trust in his promises? Only believe, right? Break the cycle of unbelief by taking responsibility for the condition of your heart. Let's go. Let's exercise. Let's study. When I say exercise, I mean discipline to study. Don't be afraid, but I mean exercise won't hurt us, right? Let's be diligent. Let us labor. Let us move forward to enter into the rest of God and his peace, experiencing it for ourselves. Jesus said in John 14, 27, peace, shalom, come on, I leave with you. Peace, shalom, come on, I leave with you. My perfect peace my perfect supernatural peace I give to you not as the world gives conditional peace limited by natural circumstances do I give to you do not let your heart be troubled nor let it be afraid allow my perfect peace to calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge how many of you need to just remind yourself that Jesus gave you peace and you need to calm yourself Calm yourself and take courage and take strength. Jesus said, my perfect peace I give to you. How many are ready to walk in his perfect peace? Shalom. And Jesus says, I give you 
my perfect peace. I give you shalom. I give you health. I give you wealth. I give you prosperity. I give you success. I give you wholeness. I give you soundness of mind. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Nothing missing, nothing broken. In that relationship, in that what you're dealing with in your heart, with that bitterness, with that resentment, with that questioning. Nothing missing, nothing brokenness. Nothing broken. I got a soundness of mind. Do not have a spirit of fear. Come on. For God, not, for God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, a well-disciplined mind. Come on, don't miss out on his perfect peace and his perfect rest because of unbelief, right? Don't miss out on all of God's best because of unbelief. Do not let your heart be troubled and filled with unbelief. Don't let your heart get bitter. No, we're going to root that thing out. Don't allow your heart to get distracted with the things of the world or temptations or whatever. No, we're going to root that stuff out, right? Jesus is saying, do not let your heart be troubled. He's saying, let go of fear. Don't hold on to it. He says, let go. Let go of fear. Let go of stress. Come on, let go of anxiety. Let go of worry. How many of you guys are holding on so tight to anxiety because it's yours? How many of us are holding on so tight to worry because I made this mess and I've got to fix it? How many of us holding on so tight to fear because I'm just afraid? <laughs> let it go. Let it go. By faith, let it all go. Let go and give it to God. God's ready, he is able, he is waiting for you. Give it to God. First Peter 5, 7, casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns. Anybody been concerned? You've been concerned about these prices. You've been concerned about your children. You've been concerned about your relationship. You've been concerned about how we're going to get through, how we're going to make it. You've been concerned about the future. You've been concerned about when's Jesus coming back? Mufasa. You're concerned. What are we supposed to do? Cast all of your cares, all your anxieties, all of your worries, all of your concerns, once and for all on him. For he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. God knows what you're worried about. Are you ready to let it go and give it to him? Talk to him about it. Talk to him about your concerns. Talk to him about what you're dealing with. Talk to him about the things that are bothering you in your heart. Let it go by faith. Come on, let it all go. And receive his supernatural peace and enter into his rest. Paul said in Philippians 4, 6, don't be anxious about things. Instead, pray. We're not going to be anxious about things. Let's just pray. Pray about everything. God longs to hear your request. You know what? You know when a baby just starts talking and all you want to hear is mama, dada, shasha, auntie, tita, whatever you want to call me. I want to hear my name. I want to hear everything you have to say. I mean, Mila FaceTimes me and she's two. And she's like, Tita? Mama? And dad? And bro bro? And all you gotta do is say, uh, really? Wow. I can't wait to hear her voice. I can't wait to see her expression. I have no idea what she's saying. Not a clue. 
But let me tell you, really soon she's about to tell all the business. She's about to let it all know because mama, dada, blah, 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 tita. And now she, she's always called me tita, but she thought she was saying auntie. And now she's like, auntie. And I'm like, no, what happened to tita? She's like, auntie. I'm like, no, remember tita? She's like, auntie. <laughs> I'm like, don't, no, go back, right? But I'm not even a mom and I can't wait to hear her voice. I can't wait for her to tell me about what happened in class and that bro bro did this. Uh-huh, really? Tell me. God longs to hear from you. He longs to hear you call him Abba, Father. He longs to hear you. He wants to hear your request. He knows what you're dealing with. He knows what the issues that you have in your heart. He wants to heal you. He wants to restore you. He wants to hear from you. God longs to hear your request. So talk to him about your needs and be thankful for what has come. That's why we give him thanks. Always continue in our prayers, giving thanks, giving thanks, because we believe that he's already answered, right? And know that the peace of God, a peace that is beyond any and all of our human understanding, will stand watch over your hearts and your mind. How many of you need peace to stand guard over your heart and your mind? How many know your mind is going crazy? Well, I should have, could have, and what if we did this, and nobody did that, and what if we rearranged the finances, and what if we, we cut back on this, and we do this, and we do that, and how about this, and what about this plan, what if we're going to go here, and she wants to go there, and it's about to be this, and it's her birthday, and oh my gosh, oh, and, and, and they want a house, and we need the car, and da-da-da-da, and my kids are going to school, and, and the diapers are a million dollars. Right? Give it to God. Let him know what's on your heart. Talk to him and give him thanks that he supplies the need, that he is the provider, right? And that peace, be still and know that I am God. Peace, be still over our hearts and our mind in Christ Jesus, the anointed one. Let go of fear. Let go of stress. Stop holding on so tight to anxiety and worry. Let it go. Let go, right? They, they're telling me that I'm grinding my teeth, that I need a, uh, I, I got a retainer. I got my braces off. I got a retainer. And the, the retainer's like cracked on one side. And I go back and I'm like, this retainer, like you gave me, a, this retainer's broke on this side. Guys, like you need to fix it. They're like, okay, it's $500 for a night guard. I'm like, a night guard? They're like, yeah, you bit through this. You ate your retainer. I'm like, I what? Are you stressed? No, I am not. I just grind my teeth, I guess. It was just hilarious because I brought it to them. Like, they gave me a faulty retainer. They're like, oh, you know, it's $500 for a night guard. You, you grind your teeth. I was shocked going to let it go and trust God for the $500, <laughs> right? Let it go. We're not going to hold on so tight, right? Let go of sickness. Let go of poverty mentality, right? Because that's how we're trained. That's how we brought up. No, we're going to let it go. Let go of insecurity. We're going to let go of self-sabotage. We're going to let go of past failures. We're going to let go of pride, let it all go and give it to God once and for all and twice and for all and three times and for all. And anybody time, we're on a hundred times and for all. That's it. That monkey just try to jump back on your back. Oh, man. We renew our mind. We renew our mind. It's a process of growth. Be kind. 
It's a process, right? Talk to God about everything, right? Give him thanks for everything and enter into his rest and peace, right? Jesus said, my perfect peace I give to you. He gives you peace, shalom. He gives you health. He gives you wealth, prosperity, success, wholeness, soundness of mind, nothing missing, nothing broken. It belongs to you. Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty eight, are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I will show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Because if it's heavy and if it's ill-fitting, it's not from him. It's religion. It's works. It's us trying to figure it out and do it on our own. Keep company with me, Jesus is saying, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Who needs a getaway, right? You over here following everybody on Instagram, everybody on the TikTok, tick, just got a tick, I don't know. Everybody on the snappity snap, everybody on Facebook, and they're all, everybody has a better life than you. Their vacation looks so fun, and you're just a loser here, you know? Who wants to get away? Let's get away. Come on. Let's get away. Are you tired trying to figure it out on your own? Anyone else over religious rules and regulations? Come to Jesus. Get away with him. That's the best vacation that you'll ever take is some alone time with him. Talking to him. Walking with him. Come on. Come to Jesus. Walk with him. Work with him. Learn from him. Lean on him. Come on, let's enter into supernatural peace, supernatural relaxation, supernatural rest. Hebrews 4, although God's promises still stand. His promises what? They still stand. His promise that will make his, he, his, he, <laughs> who's ready for tongues? <laughs> the spirit of me just jumped on me. Right? His promise that all may enter his place of rest, right? We ought to tremble with fear. Why? Why are we afraid? Because some of you are on the verge of missing out on this promise, failing to get there after all. We, what are we, Jesus is always is like, fear not. God's like, fear not, fear not. What are we supposed to fear? That we won't enter into rest. <laughs> We're going to miss out on the rest. No. Right? For this wonderful news, too good to be true news, the message that God wants to save us has been given to us just as it was to those who lived in the time of Moses. But it didn't do them any good because they didn't believe it. Why? They were in the wilderness walking around, lost, lost, lost. And how many of us Christians today with a brand new covenant in Christ Jesus don't believe it? We don't believe the too good to be true news, the gospel. Not us, not here, not at Love Life. Come on, we done handled that unbelief and we believe, right? Amen? Come on, I don't need crickets, I need, yeah! <laughs> yes. But it didn't do them any good because they didn't believe it. They didn't mix it with faith. For only we who believe God can enter into his place of rest. Remember when Jesus said in Mark, if you can believe 
all things are possible to him who believes, right? Jesus said, he said, this is God. I have sworn in my anger to those who don't believe me will never get in, even though he has been ready and he's waiting for them since the world began. This is number uh, verse four, in case you're lost. We know he is ready and waiting because it is written that God rested on the seventh day of creation, having finished all that he had planned to make. Even so, they didn't get in. For God finally said, they shall never enter my rest, yet the promise remains, and some get in. But not those who had the first chance, for they disobeyed God and they failed to enter because of unbelief. They failed to enter because of unbelief. Don't allow unbelief to rob you of God's perfect peace and supernatural rest. Stop working. Stop laboring. Enter into rest, right? But he has set another time for coming, and that time is now. Look at your neighbor say, that time is now. Today is the day of salvation. Come on. The time is now. The day is now. He announced this through King David long years after man's first failure to enter, saying in the words already quoted, today when you hear him calling, do not harden your heart against him. That's why it's about the matters of the heart. we got to deal with the matters of the heart. Enter into that rest. Enter in that rest today. This new place of rest he is talking about does not mean the land of Israel that Joshua led them into. If that was what God meant, he would not have spoken it long afterwards about today being the time to get in. So there is a full, complete rest still waiting for God's people. Let's enter into that rest. Christ has already entered there. He is resting from his work because it is finished. We are in Christ Jesus. We are seated right there with him, right? Just as God did after creation. Let us do our best to go into the place of rest too. Just like Jesus, he is resting in that finished work. We are in him, right? Let us exercise. Let us study. Let us be diligent. Let us labor. Let us move forward. Come on. Let us enter into the rest of God to know and experience it for ourselves. Being careful not to disobey as the children of Israel did. What did they, how did they disobey? They disbelieved. They had unbelief. They didn't believe and they failed to get in. For whatever God says to us, for whatever God says to us is full of living power. His word is alive. It is alive and is available to all of us who receive it, walk in it. And Amen. Y'all ready? It is sharper than the sharpest dagger, cutting swiftly and deep into the inmost thoughts and desires with their parts, exposing us for what we really are. Oh my gosh, who's ready to be exposed? And the crowd went wild. Who's ready to be exposed for who we really are, right? Who we really, truly are is in the spirit. And we are in Christ Jesus. He knows everything about you. He knows everyone, everywhere. Everything about us is bare and wide open to the all-seeing eyes of our living God. 
Nothing can be hidden from him to whom we must explain all that we have done. And you know what we have done? We receive Jesus. We are entering in that rest. That's what we have done. Amen? In Christ Jesus. But Jesus. Everybody look at your neighbor and say, but Jesus. Slap him if you need to. But Jesus. Come on. But Jesus, the Son of God, is our great high priest who has gone to heaven itself to help us. Therefore, let us never stop trusting him. He is right there praying for you, believing for you, cheering you on. He is the author and finisher of your faith. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows you're going to get through to the other side. He is right there interceding for you, right? Trusting in him, the high priest of ours understands, he understands our weakness since he had the same temptations, right? Though he never once gave in to them and sinned. So let us come boldly to the very throne. Let us run in there. Let's run in there boldly to God and stay there to receive his mercy and to find grace in the time of need. How many know right there at the right time, God's grace and God's mercy, God's wisdom and God's favor is right there available to you in the time of need. Run boldly to him. Pray about everything. Talk to him and give him thanks. And he is your supply, right? We all of this, all we have to do is believe in God. That's all we have to do. Rest in the finished work of Jesus. Jesus died a death, come on, that we deserve to die. Jesus died the death that we deserve to die so that you and I could live a life that he deserved to live, right? He deserved to live in prosperity, in wealth, in oneness with God. We deserve to go to the cross and be buried and go to hell. But no, he paid for it and he died a death that we deserve to die so that we can live a life that he only deserved to live. No, you, it is too good to be true. No, you don't deserve it, but he does. And you're in him and we are in him. In Christ, we are one with the Father. Don't miss out on his perfect peace and his perfect rest because of unbelief. Don't waste any time because of unbelief. Don't waste 40 years in the wilderness running around following nobody, doing nothing because of unbelief. Don't miss out on all his precious promises because of unbelief. And don't let your heart be troubled and don't let it be filled with unbelief. Jesus said in John 14, 1, do not let, allow, permit your heart to be troubled, afraid, cowardly. Believe confidently in God and trust in him. Have faith, hold on to it, rely on it, keep going, and believe also in me. Come on, love life, let's get diligent to enter into the rest of God, to enter into the peace of God, right? Psalms 46.10, let go of your concerns, be still, come on, relax, Quiet your soul. Then you'll know that I am God. I rule the nations. I rule the earth. Who's ready to be still and know? Be still and know. Then let go and let God. Give it all to him. Believe in him and believe in Jesus. It is well with my soul. Shh. Be still and know. Be still and know, whatever you need to speak over the storm, whatever you need to speak over the finances, whatever you need to speak over relationship, shh, be still and know that God is good, that he's more than enough, and that he's already provided all that you could ever need. But it's time to come to know. It's time to get away with him, spend some time with him. He has all that you could ever need. 
Amen, amen, amen. Did you guys receive something tonight? Y'all ready, ready to enter into the rest? I'm praying that you all have the best rest tonight of your life. Amen. We're going to enter into his rest, his peace, his prosperity, his healing, his wealth, and all of God's best. Amen. I love you guys so very much. Have a great night. And we will see you guys on Sunday. Amen. 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 Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.